to episode three of The Last Word with March. Shout out to everybody that was listening and shout out to Hakeem for coming on to the show last week. It was really good to catch up with my bro and, and talk about his story and also talk about, you know, how his first year went with the Cardinals. If you have not listened to last week's episode, please take a listen after this show. It's really good. We are now actually on Apple Podcasts. So the first two episodes that I've had with Alan and Hakeem are actually on Apple Podcasts right now. If you have not heard, please, please take a listen. And with that being said, subscribe to the show and give a five-star rating. We're trying to do big things with the show. Um, and your support is and your support is greatly appreciated. We're also on Spotify and Anchor. So if you don't have Apple Music by chance and you have Spotify, um, we're on Spotify and we're also on the Anchor app. So again, please give a, fi- a five-star rating and subscribe for you, boy. With that being said, right before I introduce our guest on the show, we have a brief message from our sponsor, Anchor. This man that I'm about to introduce was all Big Ten honorable mention, 26 tackles, five and a half tackles for loss, four sacks, four passes defended, three forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, and four hurries his last year uh, at Illinois. He was also team captain for Illinois and is, was a big factor for the Miami Dolphins this past year on the special teams unit and made some big plays on defense as well. My boy, my man, my dog, my brother, James Crawford. What's up, James? What's good? What's good? How you living out there? I'm good, man. Quarantine clean. <laughs> no doubt, man. So, um, obviously, this coronavirus thing has been going on. What have you been doing to, you know, keep in shape? And um, are you, like, working out at the facility? What's what's going on with you? Uh, yeah, my routine really hasn't changed with me being injured. I had got injured this past season. So, mm-hmm. they, they allowed the injured players to still go in there and rehab and work out. So, that's what I do during the day. And then I come home and play Fortnite and Mad. That pretty much be it. Yeah, feel you. So, uh, oh yeah. By the way, at the end of the show, we are gonna get your gamer tag. We gonna get your social media, all that. So all the fans, exactly. other people can, you know, watch you play and uh, follow you on um, social media. But uh, with that being said, man, the Dolphins, man, they've been they've been making some off season moves, bro. How, how how you feel about this next upcoming season? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I ain't even really get a chance to get close with the team because I got hurt week three. And, I mm-hmm. mean, I got there the first week of the season, so I ain't really get a chance to do too much. But, I mean, as what I've been seeing as far as the trades and stuff and the offseason signs, look like we're making some good tra- good signs. And, I mean, look like Coach Flo doing good things, bringing in the right people for the defense, bringing in some Atlanta boys. I mean, that's right. they say that's the way to win. Yeah, so, for sure. Teddy, got Teddy and uh, Clayton coming in, so. Yeah, both dudes that I both played with, so that'd be fun. Yeah, no doubt. But, yeah, man, so, obviously, um, you 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 basically from the area. you from Deerfield Beach, Florida. Shout out to, you know, Nike Way, all them boys out there. <laughs> but um, can you talk about, like, your upbringing and, and basically how you grew up down there in uh, Deerfield Beach? Uh, I mean – it's tough to describe it in such a short time, but I mean, it was it was fun to say the least. But I mean, it made me who I am. It wasn't easy, 
but I ain't gonna say it was too hard because I mean I'm still here. Mm. But I mean, a lot of people don't make it out of those situations. But I ain't gonna say it's because of the situation, but it's just because of their mindset. Mm. And I mean, most people who make it have the mindset that they gonna make it from a young age. And I think that I had that type of mindset where nothing was gonna stop me from being what I wanted to be, no matter what it was. So I mean, I just use that and whatever I do. And I mean, I'm grateful coming from where I came from because I don't think I would have been the same person if I came from a different area. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No doubt. I remember, uh, you know, during one of our spring breaks, uh, I was actually in Deerfield Beach at your your mom's house and stuff like that. So I was a cool experience being out there with all them, where all the people in the neighborhood and stuff. Y'all do yeah. things a lot differently than <laughs> in Arlington and in the Dallas area, bro. But it was fun oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. But um, you, you talked about your mindset, and not a lot of people know this about you. And I know you don't just go out telling people, but you got a famous uncle. Yeah, <laughs> your, your uncle is Charles Woodson, um, Hall of Famer, a legend, pretty much one of the best players. The to, best. You know, some say the best. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the best players ever to, to, to put on some cleats and all that. So. <laughs> You know, can you talk about, you know, what it's like being, you know, family members with a legend like that? Uh, I mean, it's a blessing. But, I mean, first, he's just family, honestly. Mm-hmm. He's a cool person, down-to-earth person. And, I mean, he'll never let that fame get in between nothing. But, I mean, as far as football-wise, I mean, it's, it's a true blessing to have somebody like that that I can go talk to about anything, everything, and learn just daily. Just knowledge. It just it just a uh, walking knowledge. That man is about football, and I mean I'm grateful for it. And I ain't right. never seen nobody work like he works at the age he is now. And I mean I can only imagine how he was when he was playing. But I mean it's a blessing to grow up watching that dude and trying to imitate everything he do on the football field. Yeah, man, no doubt for real. Hey, Charles was crazy. I remember they had that Super Bowl here, right here in. At Cowboy Stadium, right down the street, and yeah. you know, he, unfortunately, he got hurt. But before then, he was balling too. That whole playoffs, he was balling. And I think that was the year he won Defense Player of the Year, right? Yeah, and that's when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, so hey, yeah, Charles definitely a legend for sure. You a legend in your own right, Deerfield. You know what I'm saying? And and you know, St. Thomas legend, state champ. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm close, but I ain't you know, no legend. Yeah, you know they say. You can't spell state without S-T-A. You can't. You know how to do it? <laughs> <laughs> so you obviously with the St. Thomas, man. Can you talk about a lot of, you know, just being from a legendary program, a, a program that produces, you know, obviously its track record speaks for itself. Like all the players, you know, that's in the NFL right now. And some I, I'm pretty sure in the Hall of Fame. So can you just talk about, you know, playing at STA and being surrounded by, you know, all those players that you play with? Uh, I mean, going to St. Thomas was definitely another blessing because it, it, it held you to a standard of excellence from a young age. Right. So, like, most people don't come into high school working working out at 6 a.m. in the morning, getting ready for a season that ain't even within four months. Like, we was doing that in the summer. We was doing that in the summer, getting ready for our season. 
Right. Like nobody, nobody else doing that. So they like they they teaching us to how to be excellent and how to hold ourselves at a high standard early. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in the classroom, it was it was hard. I mean, you know, we find ways to get around things. You got to do what you got to do in the classroom. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was it was definitely a blessing to go to St. Thomas and be around some of the players there, like Joey Bosa, Fred Coppett, John O'Corn. I mean, you name it. We were playing with a lot of people. Philip Dorsett. I mean, I think we got the most people in the NFL right now. So, I mean... That speak for itself. Greatness. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, trust me, at Illinois, I heard a lot about STA from you. Um, talking about it, you know, the conversations that we used to have about which state is better, which we know is the the great state of Texas, but, you know what I'm saying, we ain't got to – But, so you a South Florida boy. You get an offer from Illinois, and you choose to go to Illinois. So what, like, made you pick Illinois and, you know, talk about your time there? Uh, what made me pick Illinois was they was, like, the first true real offers that I was receiving because, I mean, I blew up, but not because of me. I blew up because of Charles Wilson and, mm. and like, people offering me because of his name, and I ain't really – ride that way so I went with Illinois because they were one of the few who had offered me because of me mm-hmm. and I mean it ended up being a good choice I think I mean we didn't really win too much but I made yeah. friends of a lifetime and sure. I mean it's moments that I'd never take back at Illinois you know what I mean and I mean if I think I if I did it all over again would I go back honestly yeah honestly but I mean I, I just wish it would be better yeah, for sure. That's one of my regrets, man. I wish, you know, I could have won at Illinois. Um, I yeah, think I mean, it was fun. We had some yeah, real yeah. good times at Illinois. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Illinois, we had too much, too much fun almost. That's but, fair. you know, I always, always wish we would have won more because I think it would have just made it that much better. Um, yeah. Yeah, but obviously for Florida, so, it, you know, going to Illinois, it's got to be a different type of climate, too. Uh, yeah, it definitely was. But, I mean, I was kind of used to it because, I mean, my parents not together, so I was always traveling to a different climate to go see my dad. So I was kind of used to that climate, but not as far as playing in it. But when I had to go play in it, it was totally different. Right. I mean, first couple of days, classes got skipped, like for real. Classes got skipped. I ain't going to – my mama listened to this, so I ain't going to agree or My classes disagree. got skipped. My classes got skipped for the yeah. first couple of days because I had to adapt. You know, I wasn't used right. to living in the snow and zero degrees. But, I mean, it was something that I got used to, and I ended up spending the last eight years of my life in the Midwest. And, I mean, who would have thought that? Mm-hmm. So you have a good Illinois – first off, let's talk about how you came in as a safety. <laughs> I think you're the only player in history. I, I'm not – I have to really do some research. You're the no, only – you, it's, you're probably I don't know, bro. You you started off as a safety, and you ended up leaving Illinois as like a a linebacker, like a Russian linebacker, defensive end type. Can you please talk about that transition? Because I don't think anybody, me just telling the story, would believe me at first. So can you just talk about how you came in as a safety 
and kind of left as more of like a defensive end rusher and was very good at it too. It was all right. But this is how it happened. I mean, I just kept eating pretty much. <laughs> but this <laughs> but nah, this how... <laughs> uh... <laughs> Nah, see, my plan was to be the next Charles Woodson. So mm-hmm. I came in playing safety. I came to play DN. I'm like, man, look, I ain't never rushed a pass in my life. They like, I mean, this is how you do it, blah, blah, blah. We're gonna try that in the spring. We tried it in the spring, I'm just running past people, straight speed rush. Like you got big too. So I was thinking, yeah, linebacker would be good for you, you know what I'm saying? You you already tall, you a tall version of you know, for a linebacker. So yeah, linebacker was a good fit. And, um, you know, a lot of people overlooked you. And I, I remember, bro, uh, I was I was with the Cowboys at that time, and you had called me, and you said, yeah. and you had told me, like, you know what I'm saying, I might be done with football just because, obviously, they, um, you know, the whole pro day, you know, the scouting combine, all that, you was yeah. Oh, he was overlooked, and then um, we t- uh, we was talking on the phone because I was in California, and then next thing yeah, I know, I, I, yep, I remember that, and I was talking to you, and you was kind of, you was telling me you was done, and I remember telling you like, hey, just keep your head up, like you gonna like, I just got a feeling something gonna shake, yeah, <laughs> and I swear, bro, a week, not even a week later. The Packers called you, and you got that opportunity. Can you talk about how, like, how crazy that situation was from one day being at, you know, just chilling, waiting on an opportunity, and then now you are, you know, you're a trading cat with the Packers, and you got to learn all these, these different things to make the team. I mean, my process was a little bit different, you know, because on pro day, I got hurt, so I didn't really, you know, get to showcase what everybody wanted to see, which was my speed. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even get to really do that. So I think that was the reason what caused everybody to overlook me. And, I mean, after that, I ain't get no invite to an immediate camp. I had got, like, a invite to the Ravens camp after, after everybody had already got called. Mm-hmm. And... I went there. I felt like I did well, but I got they they cut me. Uh, then Chicago brought me in. I went there, same thing. They cut me, and then I was like, you know what? I mean, cut twice. I made it this far. I'm happy. So I was like, you know what? I made it this far. You know, I might just give it up and I say it is what it is. Just move on with life. But I mean, I had friends like you and my friend Box that I had talked to and told y'all. And I was like, you know what? This is how I feel. feel like I gave it my shot. I just feel like it's over with. And then y'all just told me, like, you know, don't give up yet. Don't give up yet. So I was like, I just took y'all advice, kept working out, kept working out. And the Packers had called. And they called and was like, we need somebody who can play linebacker inside or outside. And I was like, I mean, I'm willing to do either one. And I went there. Ran the 40. That was my first official 40 since, I mean, forever, I guess, because I didn't get to run one on pro day. So that 
they were the only ones that get to saw my 40. And then after that, they signed me. And then the rest hit from there. Uh, got to play special teams for them, captain for them on special teams. And I mean, just I'm here now. Yeah. Yeah, bro, that was crazy too. Like, you wait, we told me, I remember like the little deadline date, like to make the team. And you still ain't got no call yet. I was geeked up, like, yeah, like, he made it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was literally with that's, that's that's real death day right there. That's real yeah, death day. yeah. That's that's death day. <laughs> people, I didn't get don't to know, people don't know how to experience that day right there. Yeah, because I didn't crazy. get the chance to experience even really experience that day because I ain't got hurt. But yeah, that's from what that's I heard. Crazy. That's like heavy anxiety, stress, all that. Man, you don't want to. You don't want to see nobody on that day. Yeah, you don't want to get no calls. You got you on do not disturb. Because <laughs> a, a phone call means it's over with. Yeah. So I know you was just everybody. T- every time somebody call you, you probably just <laughs> shake it. You in there sick? You in there sick over there? Your phone? You put your phone far away because you don't want to hear it. So it's, so did you have like a timer or something? Like a timer when like yeah. if they don't call till then. And I had set a timer uh, 30 minutes before the the deadline so I could just lay down 30 minutes before and just sleep through it. And then I just slept through it, woke up, bunch of phone missed calls. I'm like, oh, man, it must have been them. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, they probably looking for me. But it was my people saying that I had made it. I was hyped. So, it was so, the best day of my life. So what you do, like, when you was like, I made it? Like, you, like, did you do something? Uh, nah, not really. Because, I mean, in my situation, making it on that day, I could have got cut the next day. So yeah. I had to go keep getting it. I had yeah. to keep getting it. I could never get comfortable. Still to this day, I can't be comfortable. Because, I mean, being a free agent, a street free agent is different in the league. Because, I mean, I, don't, I ain't going to say we look that different, but we just got to keep grinding every day. Because – it's really not guaranteed for us as it is for everybody else. And what a lot of people don't know from the outside looking in, they don't know that every Tuesday they, they trying out dudes. Tryout. Yeah. So. And that's how I made it. That's I made it on the tryout. I came in on the tryout during the camp and made a team from tryouts and never looked back. Yeah. So with playing for the Packers, you playing with a legend, bro. Playing with Aaron Rodgers. Do you have, like, a crazy Aaron Rodgers story or, like, you know, t- an experience with him? Uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is actually cooler than most people think because, like, for me, being me, I shouldn't – I should be just say no. Like, I don't hang out with Aaron Rodgers. But I can say yeah because Aaron actually hangs out with people and he cool. Like, he actually took the whole team to a theater, rented out the whole theater, and let us bring a significant other. So it was just us, the team, and him. And he was socializing with everybody real cool. Uh, we went paintballing. It was my team versus Aaron team. Papa, you know, I'm a real sniper, so I shot him. <laughs> uh, another moment with Aaron uh, on the football field. Uh, man, it was a crazy play. I saw – he looked me off on defense. He looking at me the whole time, but threw it over there deep. Touchdown. I'm he like, no look wow. you? No look. Like, he, he's staring at me. He's staring at me, but throw it over there. I'm like, how do you do that? And, I mean, he just did it consistently. But 
He probably well, he's definitely the greatest quarterback I ever played with. Yeah. It's crazy too, like a lot of times people say like Aaron Rodgers is kinda like a you know, kinda like a diva quarterback. But I, I talked with Allen the first episode, he said like Aaron Rodgers is one of the most laid back guys. He he cracked jokes. You know, a lot of he does a lot of things that a lot of people doesn't see. You know, if, people just kind of. If you ask who was the most, uh, like a comedian on the team, it'd probably be Aaron, honestly, because he cracking jokes throughout the whole meeting, everything. And I mean, because it's him, he allowed to. You know what I yeah. mean? So I mean, it's yeah. different, but I mean, he get it. He get his in for sure. Yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, that'd be crazy to play with somebody like Aaron Rodgers. And uh, uh like, like us in the Hall of Fame. That's, yeah. That's, 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 did uh did he had Uncle Charles uh talk to him, like let him know that you were uh, gonna be on the team and stuff, like to, to Oh to yeah, I had talked uh no, nah, I wouldn't say nothing like that, but he he knew who uh I was related to because one day in the training room, uh I was getting taped before him and uh he was like, Yo, Rook and then I looked back. He's like, oh, no, nah, you good. You Charles' nephew. So he just let me stay. I was like, oh, man, I thought he was going to do me dirty and tell me yeah. to get up. So he let me stay on there. Uh, that's what's up, man, for sure. Hey, uh, so now you're with you're with the Dolphins. So when you got that call that basically you were getting traded, how was your – what was your reaction to it? Because I know you like playing with the Packers a lot. No, nah, actually, I got cut. Uh, I got cut by the Packers like two days before the game. So I was like, wow, that, that caught me as a shocker. But I had got picked up the same day by the Dolphins. So it was like, I was hurt in the same day, but then I got happy in the same day because I'm going home and I got a job. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a mixed emotions day type of day. Cause I mean, you, you really, I thought I was going to end up being in Green Bay for a while. Cause I thought I had made a good solid foundation as a special team, but I guess that wasn't enough, and I just got to keep getting it. But, I mean, I was happy to come home and be here with my family, where my people can see me play more often because I ain't really played in front of them since high school, so that was a blessing. Right. So that first game when y'all played the Ravens, that was – whole fam was there, huh? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I was live to play with my family there and to play against uh, LJ, who I ain't played against in Little League, but that was fun as well. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get into, you know, a couple of these questions, man, and, you know, more about yourself and, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of things that have impacted you. And then we're going to get your social media gamer tag and then, you know, that'll, that'll be the end of the show. Um, so the first question is, uh, how has education impacted your life? Uh, education has impacted my life tremendously, but I wouldn't say education in a way of school. I say education in a way of educate yourself and mm-hmm. allowing others to educate you that you be around daily. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everybody think that we can just get educated from going to school or reading a book. I mean, that, that is true. Don't get me wrong, but the best ways to get educated is by experience and listening to people who've been through stuff so you can really know like life experience you know what i mean mm-hmm. as far as that i think 
that's overlooked. But I mean, the school education is good as well. I mean, I got my degree. I know you got two degrees. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's something that they can never take away from us and we could use and make a lot of money with it. So right. I mean, education is something that people should value more than they do. Most definitely. Um, so next question is, who was like your role model growing up? Besides like your your mom and your dad. Uh, that's a good question. Besides my mom and my dad. Uh, my role model. Uh, I'll just say like my big cousins. Because I grew up in a house with 17 people. In like a four bedroom house. And all my big cousins, I just like wanted to be like them because they were cool. They was good in football. They used to hang out. And I like I couldn't really do that because I went to a private school and all of them went to school together. But I went to a private school. So I'm the only one in the house that went to a different school. So I wanted to be like them so bad. But I mean I guess I'll say them. Seventeen people? Yeah. 17 in one house growing up. I mean, it was fun, but I mean, yeah. at times it's like, it ain't It ain't like it's going to be a boring day in the crib, but like, hey, no 17. No day. People. You never come home and it's quiet. Hey. No, nah, it's fun, though. Yeah, for sure, man. God, at least 17? Shit. <laughs> a lot of fights. A lot of fights. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm already <laughs> knowing. <laughs> All right, so. You went to St. Thomas, bro. You got to give me your top five St. Thomas players. Top five St. that I played with or all time? All time. That's hard. Uh, got to say Michael Irvin. Uh, Joey Bosa. Mm-hmm. Uh, gotta throw my boy Fred Coppin in there. He was a mean running back. He didn't make it to the league, but he was a mean running back. Okay, so Mike, Joey, and Fred, shout out Box. Uh, Lamarcus Jordan was a dog at St. Thomas. Yes, he was. Still a dog. Still a dog. I'm just going off St. Thomas stats. Not NFL stats. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta go, Giovanni Bernard at running back. Ooh, he was yeah, he was a dog too. Yeah, I remember those highlights. Damn. Okay, that's tough though. You can't pick five coming out of St. Thomas. That's tough. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, Michael Irvin might I yeah, he probably won. Joey Bose. Ooh. And then you can't forget Nick. Yeah, that's all like Ah Yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all got a lot, man. I think what y'all got like fifty something now? Something like that, you know. Like fifty something in the NFL just right now. You know, enough to have our own team. Here you go. I'm saying fifty something enough to have your own team. Oh, that's 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 a, that's close to fifty three man roster right there. All right, so 
what was your favorite role place to play in in college? Ohio State, but wow. only like the first quarter because you know after that <laughs> the people start leaving. <laughs> The people start leaving and it's not loud no more. <laughs> That's because we was winning, right? We could say that. We was like winning. We was, we was winning. Not a lot of people even know we play for a trophy. Like we literally play for a, a turtle. Yeah, we play for the turtle. I've never seen it though. You ever seen it? Not up close. <laughs> it was always on the Ohio State sideline. And they never didn't even. Saw. They didn't even so I went obviously after I went to Illinois, I went to Iowa State. So we play Iowa every year. So we play for like a big trophy. And it's like, you know, like when we went to Iowa, when we was at Illinois, it was just kind of like, you know, a regular game. It's not like really like a rivalry, but like when Iowa State and Iowa play, bro, it's like the whole state is like watching that game. Like they're not watching no other game. It's like they have coverage all week. Like both schools is just it's insane. For real? It's bro, it's nuts. But like that's probably the best like like besides like Michigan, Ohio State, all them like big time rivalries, like the one that's like underrated is probably that rivalry. But I'm saying that to say I never saw that trophy because we never beat them, but it but like I at least like it, at least it was crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like the the, experience. the, the experience was crazy. The atmosphere was always like a good game, and it was like the only yeah. game. But like the Ohio State Illinois, that's like a whole rivalry with a trophy. Yeah, true that. And it's like it's not the same. You get what I'm saying? No, it's not the same at all. It's a rivalry game, but but, but Ohio State was cool. While I was at Illinois, though, I would say Nebraska. Nebraska, that first time we went. When they let the balloons go? Yeah. You know, they had them black – they had, like, them red and black jerseys. Yeah. That was and crazy. They, I think they got, like, a, a record of, like, past 60 years sold out at the home game. Yeah, that's, that's probably Big Ten-wise. Really, all, like, out of all the out of all the stadiums I've been to, that's the best stadium. And then – Which one? Well, what's the worst? Big Ten, Northwestern, or Purdue. Pick one. Yeah, definitely Purdue. North, North, Northwestern was trash. We had more fans than them. Purdue definitely worse though. They stay, they filled and everything. Yeah, and I ain't like they uh, locker room too. It was pink. No, nah, that was Iowa's. Iowa's is pink. Was Purdue's pink. is like real small, it's tight, and all that. So obviously, you've been in the NFL. So what's your favorite road place to play in so far in the NFL? I know you haven't been in it everywhere, but. So far, what's your favorite road place to play at? Uh, can I say a home team since I'm with the Dolphins now? I used to play for the Packers. <laughs> I would say uh, I mean, Lambeau. Yeah. I mean, I ain't played Lambeau Road, you know what I mean? But I was home when it was Lambeau because I used to play there. I mean, but you was at home. They was cheering for you. You got to pick a road team. Road team in the NFL? I'd probably say the Seahawks. That was that was a good Ooh. experience as well. Yeah, I like how their stadium shape. It like keep all the noise in. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool to play there, and I played against a former Atlanta Malik as well. Oh yeah, it was pretty fun. Did y'all did y'all win? Did we win that game. I don't think so. Nah. Oh, okay. This was with the Packers. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Seahawks. I heard Seahawks is crazy. Alice said Minnesota. He liked Minnesota Stadium. Oh, yeah. Minnesota is too. Every time they do something, they, do they go, school. Yeah, that, that little clap thing. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't like Minnesota right now. You know, I'm a Saints fan. Yeah, they like did it to y'all. So, what are some of the things you like to do outside of football? Some of the things I like to do outside of football is travel, uh, play video games, uh, mingle with family, hang out, uh, do outside things like jet skiing, boats, uh, four-wheelers, you know, all type of things we could do when we're not on quarantine. But right now, what I do is play Fortnite. Uh, I think I'm, like, ranked, like, number four in the world in Fortnite or something like that. But, I mean, we're not even going to get into that. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey that's, just, that's a lie, but because uh, I play with you every day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you say you like to travel. What places have you been to? Uh, I've been to Thailand. Uh, I've been to Bangkok. I've been to uh, Mexico a couple times. I've been to Dubai, Anguilla. Been to a lot of places. I like to just get out and see different things, see stuff that I never dreamed of. Hey, that's, I, I think I've only been to Mexico, bro. <laughs> Mexico fun, though. Mexico is a good time. Yeah, for sure. Um, Dang, Thailand, Bangkok, Dubai. Can you give me your top three? Top three. Mexico. Mexico fun, but every time I come back, like I'll be sick. So that's no nah. oh, man. Number one, uh, Anguilla is like real relaxed. It's like a place you go just to kick back and get your mind off stuff. That's where we okay. went after uh after the draft process and I didn't get picked up and all that. My dad had took me to Anguilla and we just got away. So that was cool. Uh, number two would be Thailand for sure. Okay. Uh, number three would be Deerfield Beach, Florida. Man, that's yeah. not <laughs> – you're talking <laughs> about travel. <laughs> you're talking about Deerfield Beach. Travel home. I like to travel home, man. Ain't no place like home. I feel you. Uh, all right. So, you know – we know you love video games. What's like your favorite video game of all time? Ooh, that's tough. Favorite of all time? Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. That's one of my favorites for sure. That was the one, man. On that the game. PS2. They, they got it on the PS4 now. I need to get it. Oh, they do? Yeah, it's they probably not the same, though. It ain't like it's better graphics, I'm sure, but like it's it's what pretty was the much the same. That, what was that game with the purple purple dragon? He was like in almost every game. Like he always always come back alive. Uh, but I, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, I was pretty much in almost every crash, if, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you talking about the game with the purple? Yeah. Ah, oh, I don't remember, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It like start with an S, don't it? Yeah, it was on it was on PlayStation as well. Um, 
Spiral. Spiral. It was Spiral. Spiral. Yeah. Spiral. Yeah. I'm about to say. That was a good one too. Yeah. I like that game. I like, you know, I'm a GTA. GTA San Andreas. That's my. You can't throw out Mario cards. That that's a classic. Yeah, yeah, that's classic for sure. Mario um, cards a classic. Madden, Madden a classic. Yeah, any I like Madden 05. Like with Ray, was it that, that one was with Ray uh, Ray Lewis? I like oh seven with Vic. Oh, now it's cheating, bro. I lost so many games. <laughs> That's how it's about to be next year with Lamar. Yeah, he gonna be. Uh, stop it. They have him on the cover. Who they got on the cover this year? I don't know. They ain't said. They haven't they said. Announced by now, huh? Think like in like June, July, something like that. It'll probably be. Well, Mahomes was last year. It'll probably be Lamar. Yeah, it's got to be MVP last year. He was it. Yeah, it's got to be what they gonna do. Who would they do? Yeah, it's got to be Lamar. Nobody else. Uh, I don't they can't do Mahomes back to back. Yeah, it's got to be Lamar. Yeah, for sure. Um, so. We talked about football. We talked about Florida. We talked about my state, Texas. Um, so, as far as, like, football states, is there, like, a top five to you? Do you have, like, a distinct top five where you, like, you know what I'm saying, that you feel like the best football is? Number one, Florida. Number two, Georgia. Number three, California, number four, Ohio, number five, Texas. Hey, you got to be joking, bro. Hey, you got to be joking, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? Bro, I'm going to have to get, go on a separate show and, like, talk what about you, what another episode. Mean? How is Georgia – Ohio. Georgia, okay, Georgia can be – okay, nah, that Georgia can't – Georgia not. That wasn't real. Okay, that wasn't real. I'm about to say, bro. Just, Come on, man. See, I just wanted to see your reaction. I just wanted to see Georgia, your reaction. Georgia, Ohio. Ohio okay, got this, good football, though. This real. This real. This real. Number one, Florida. Number two, Texas. Number okay. three, Georgia. Ooh. Number four, Cali. Number five. Gotta go with Ohio. I can respect that. Now I'm flipping Georgia and California. Georgia cool, but like California got dudes too. Now that's just because of their size, though. Okay, Georgia. Is, Georgia is three. You could put fit, put three Georgias in California. <laughs> See, I keep hearing about that per capita from these Georgia folks. And, you know, because I got an issue with dude talking about he'll run past anybody from Texas. Like, come Ooh. on, man. Uh, the receiver from the Chiefs, he said something like he'll run past Mick anybody Rose? from – Yeah, which I know he fast, but, like – He said he'll run past anybody from Texas? He, he said any, like, DB, he just going to run by him. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, you're not – you have 500 yards last year. Anyways. He, did, he is fast now. I mean, Corlin Sutton had a 1100. He is fast. Any young money. 
Young Money, too. Young Money? All right, I ain't going to say nothing about it. You know, I'm biased. You know me. I'm always pick Texas. But if, if anybody going to beat us, it's going to be Florida. Or, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be them. But it's not going to be where, where, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, he from I, – I know he went to Georgia. He's got to be from Georgia if he's talking like that. So, yeah, he, he from Georgia. No, nah, Georgia, you know Georgia can't compete with us. I mean, I, I, I just – I know they got certain good players, but I don't think they can compete with us. But, you know, that's another that's another episode. I had to just sit down and really break that down. And, yeah. But Texas got the best QBs as a state. We got Mahomes. We got Breeze. We had – we had Andrew Luck, Matt Stafford. The list goes on. You're just doing like specific positions. I mean, we could say Florida got the best skill positions. Period. Y'all can say that. Skill I mean, period. Nah, we y'all can say that, bro. Like y'all got A B, y'all got Sammy. I mean, y'all got it. I ain't gonna sit here and lie to you. I mean, Texas, Texas got like the Y'all got running backs too, for real. Y'all, y'all like that, bro. Y'all just not better than us. I just, you know wow. me. Y'all just not better, bro. I'm, I'm not gonna get into it, but you got it. You get y'all can have it. Texas yeah. is not better, but for this show, we can say that it's even. All right, we can go with that. <laughs> All right, last question. We know you the drip guy, bro. You ain't gotta you ain't gotta fake it. You the drip. Oh you, you got you got the drip. Next season, if we have a next season. <clears throat> what can we catch you wearing? Now, I know you got a couple Dior's, Gucci. You got the Balenciaga shoes. You got the you got the Louis Belt. What what can we see you wearing? Like on a regular basis going to the game? Next year, I think I might spice it up next year and wear a new suit every game. Mm. I think I want to be more business casual next year. You know what I'm saying? Okay. First two years was fun, you know, wearing the clothes, the design of this and that. That's, that's cool. I'm still do that. I don't give it wrong. Oh, that's yeah. what I do. But I, but I just want to show them that I could do both and then just wear my suits. So next year, I think I'm going to come out with a suit every away game. Okay. So the home games, you what you what you Getting wear real home? drippy. Home games, I'm going to get real drippy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be like a flood. So I might have on, I might, I might have on <laughs> Gucci, Gucci shirt with some, you know, a Mary Jeans. So, you know, you got to match Gucci with Gucci, so okay. I got to wear the Gucci shoes. So what would so what would be okay? This is the last question. What would be like a dream fashion show you could be a part of? Dream fashion show? Mm-hmm. Uh, a dream fashion show would be one of my homies' brands. I'm just saying, like this is a dream, and nobody got a brand yet. But yeah. like, say. One of my homies had a brand and I get to model for it mm-hmm. and walk and have all different NFL players sport the brand and that'd be my dream fashion show. Okay. I can do that. I'll be like the um I gotta be front row. That'll I'm, be. 
more. Or you got to be in it. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. pretty drip yourself. I'm going to have my sketchers on. I'm going to have my, my – Sketchers? Uh, ain't nothing wrong with sketchers. Sean John, John shirt, 3XL. All throughout high school. Yeah, 3XL, T-shirt. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> Do-rag with Dude. the armbands, too. Rocket. I got the arm. Hey, I'm going to bring it back. The whistle but, uh, that's all we got for today, man. James, I appreciate you being on the show. But before we leave, we need your social media. Uh, we need your social media tags or whatever your name. We need your gamer tag. Uh, I don't know those offhand, but you can probably follow me below. Actually, we're going to follow. <laughs> Actually, I'm just going to post it on the bio. That's and what he's going to do. So when he sends it to me, it will be on his bio. James, I appreciate you, bro, for being on the show. Uh, you already know what it is with me and you. Stuff we did, I'll never tell twin. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, bro. But, hey, All this right. is episode three of The Last Word with March. We're going to have a brief message from our sponsor, Anchor, after this. And, hey, episode four, we coming strong again, man. Until then, peace.